Hello and welcome to the Sequels Podcast with me, Jimmy. Our guest this week is the Atlanta legend and street art guru, Greg Mike. Um, This is the first podcast that we've done remotely. I'm here in Los Angeles and and Greg is obviously in Atlanta. Coronavirus has forced our hand on that one. It's no longer safe for two people to sit in a room and do a podcast. So, you know, we're playing by the rules and this is the way it is for the foreseeable future. The sound quality takes a little bit of a hit as to be expected. You know, we're doing what we can with what we've got. Um, So let's just see how this plays out. But this was an awesome episode. Like Greg does a lot of stuff. Um, So it was really interesting to see how he is adapting um, to this ever-changing landscape. And I think that it's a really positive and inspiring episode because, again, he's, he's a guy with a lot of ideas and a lot of stuff going on, um, which is obviously awesome, but it also means in times like these, your, your work takes a big hit. Um, so it's really interesting to, to, again, see how he's adapting and how he's going to come out of the other side on this. One thing to note, there is a point towards the end of this podcast where I'm talking about our live Instagram battles called Secret Wars IG Battle. I'm talking about them as if they are about to happen. Now, hopefully, as you all know, they're already happening. And again, hopefully you're really loving them. So I just thought I'd call that out so I don't look stupid. Um, But yeah, let us know what you're thinking of those and give us some recommendations on who you want to see battle. Or if you're an artist, call someone out. Um, As always, you should subscribe and follow us on your chosen platform whether that is Spotify or iTunes podcast or YouTube or whatever other platform that we are on because I think we are on a few Um, follow us on Instagram at Secret Walls follow us on Twitter at The Secret Walls and that's where you can kind of interact with me and, and the podcast and give me some positive feedback or some gentle criticism don't be too harsh don't hurt our feelings um but let us know what you think okay look episode five i believe greg mike enjoy greg mike yeah you are live we're live how are you Dude, i'm good man this is um life is just getting stranger and stranger every day it seems that's the truth. I didn't think we'd be sitting in t- inside of a shipping container right now. That's where we're at, right? Well, that's where I am, man. You're <laughs> where? Where are you? You're sitting in front of a beautiful painting. You're at home. Yeah, I'm uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, home base. Uh, yeah, sitting in front of a Tommy Ronks piece, who's one of our artists in the ABV Collective, which is nice. uh, it's lovely, lovely yeah. backdrop, dude. Um, oh, you know what? The first thing I want to do, mate. How about this? So we are on Zoom. We're using Zoom. This is the first uh, remote podcast. Obviously, we're doing this because um, there is now a safer at home order in place, which means that we can't even group a couple of people together to do the podcast. And, you know, rightly so. We're trying to um, do every, everything we can to stop this spreading. Um, but, mate, I'm just going to jump into my, my uh, video settings and turn on, <laughs> touch up my appearance. <laughs> nice. Has that done anything? Yeah, you look wonderful, man. All right, mate, let me know if you want to do that, although you're looking good. Um, <laughs> Greg, yeah, how's it going, man? How, like, how are we adapting? Um, yeah, I mean... How are you coping? It's obviously crazy times right now, um, you know, over the last few weeks. Uh, we've kind of had to just reimagine, you know, our everything from all our live event space, live art stuff. You know, we do a lot of things with music festivals and all that stuff got postponed due to the virus. Um, our gallery event, you know, we just last night launched a virtual edition of Drink and Doodle, which is our monthly drawing club. We've been doing that for 10, 10 years. Um, it's really cool. It was actually through a Zoom zoom meeting as well and we had 12 artists and they're all in their respective homes and uh they all dialed in and uh, we had one zoom room that had all these artists drawing and then we had an online auction uh, with all the pieces that went up so people were in their own homes watching all these artists draw in their own homes and studios yeah and they were able to bid on the pieces at the end of the night and you know all the pieces sold and it was an awesome experience so I think that's kind of like the mindset where we're at right now is like how do we adapt and change and keep moving forward and keep bringing art, uh, you know, to people uh, with what we got to work with. So. Yeah, of course, man. So what does, um, like for the people listening that don't know, what does a normal drink and doodle look like, you know, pre Yeah, typically, 
typically it's in our gallery space in Atlanta, ABV, and you know it's we get a few hundred people in one room. All the artists are at one long table, like kind of banquet style. Uh, they're able to drink and draw and hang out and conversate and create new work live, and then the work goes uh, on a wall in the gallery, and then it goes up for silent auction. So yeah. And then you know, are, are, are people who aren't uh, drawing allowed in, or is it kind of like a, a private thing? No, so it's open to the public, so anybody can come in there and, and check it out. And, you know, it's became like this creative hub in Atlanta for a lot of artists and designers and people in the industry to, to meet talent and pick up art and collect art from uh, local artists uh, at like a, a more affordable uh, entry-level price point, which is nice. Um, but the cool thing about like how this whole situation has evolved you know encouraged us and, and made us evolve is you know now with having this thing broadcast globally we went from only the people that could live in atlanta come to this galley show to now we're opening it up to the world so actually last night was our most successful drink and doodle that we've done which is wild you know from in terms of like a sales standpoint and you know viewers and how many people got eyes on the room and the artists and just like the community being excited for it, I feel like. So, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Like, you never know how things like this could, could change things for the better. So, you know, we try to look at the positive light of things and figure out how we can steer the ship in that direction. Yeah, of course, because I'm, I'm guessing that the, um, you know, the physical drink and doodles as they've uh, happened before haven't had any kind of like live stream element, right? Right, right. I mean, maybe like here and there, we've done like some IGTV live, you know, some Instagram live, Facebook live stuff off like mobile devices, but we've never had every single artist be streaming their own piece in front of them. So I think it, it definitely opened the doors and opened our eyes to something new, which we're going to incorporate, you know, hopefully once the space gets back open, we'll, we'll still incorporate that yeah. online and that live streaming, like have each artist still be live streaming and then also the, the physical um, you know, in gallery experience as well. So, mate, it's great, and it, it's really good to hear as well because obviously, like everyone knows the kind of severity of the situation. But I personally find it really inspiring um, when I'm hearing of people like yourselves that are kind of, you know, realizing that we're all in a bit of a shit situation. It is what it is. But on the one side, we're doing everything we can to kind of like stay safe and. Um, you know keep everyone around us safe but then on the other side it's like okay how can we adapt and keep morale up and and you know m make the best out of the situation that we find ourselves in um so to hear that like because it's similar for sequels you know we're, we're about to do our um first uh live streams battle on um on instagram stories this friday um and, you know, we've had a lot, as I'm sure you, you have had with your team, like we've had a few team chats that are kind of like low energy where we're kind of realizing the situation that we're in and realizing everything that has just been kind of taken away from our business in, in like one sweep. But then on the flip side, we've also had a bunch of conversations and, and meetings that are like really positive. Exactly what you're saying, where, where we're yeah. kind of thinking, you know, we've been forced into to thinking of these ideas that we probably wouldn't have thought of anyway which... yeah I, th I think they were ideas that maybe like we've all thought of but it was like there was never really a need to pursue that because we're so used to that physical interaction and that experience so it definitely kind of pushed us to really get creative and and think through those thoughts so it's my way of just expressing it yeah, mate, it's amazing. And I think it probably, um, well, I'm, I'm sure it does have that desired effect because I don't know if you're like me, but obviously, I mean, I'm in the studio now. I'm in the podcast studio because my internet connection at home was just playing up this morning. But when I'm at home, I've got CNN on like, like the yeah. whole time. And, um, you know, it, it, it starts to make you feel a bit crazy because, I mean, I don't think they're particularly trying to be like a, overtly negative, but... Um, you know, it's stressful, uh, no, I mean, stressful a lot of the, viewing. Yeah, a lot of that stuff's like clickbait, you know what I mean? And they know what they're doing, and that's why it's it's kind of crazy. And even my wife's like, hey, get off the internet, like get off the news sites, because that shit will drive you crazy, you know what I mean? And I feel like art is like that only time when I kind of like forget all that shit. Like last night, I mean, it was like the first time in, what, two weeks when I was like, my brain wasn't like, you know, scouring news sites to see if there was a cure or what the, you know, the, the death tolls were at or what the numbers were at. Like I was finally like back in my zone. So, so I feel like it's important to do this, those, these type of things that we're doing, whether it is the, 
live drinking doodle stuff or the secret wall stuff, to, you know, digitally that we're doing. Because and we had so many people that like wrote in the comments, were like, "Oh my God, this is what I needed." Like, I finally took a break from the madness and like got lost, you know, in my own mind. And you know, yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a welcome distraction from yeah. just um, being fixated. I was reading something recently, um, maybe yesterday, on how you know not only is this a pandemic but also like an info an infodemic i think they described it as where like you know obviously the virus is is viral in itself like it's it's a virus that is kind of infecting person to person it's very serious but also the um like the kind of um the information and hype around it is also going viral you know so exactly what we're talking about here it's you know it's kind of infecting people with anxiety as well because everyone is kind of like um you know what like everyone's got cnn on the whole time and we're kind of hearing all this like terrifying stuff so i think that it's it's really important to um to have things like this the, you know the live drink and doodle to kind of you know get it like snap us out of that space yeah and like you know you, you see it on the news on websites and obviously social media like everywhere everyone's posting about it and you know, I mean, it's like a blessing and a curse, right? Because, like, it spread so fast. But then you think back of, like, the Spanish flu and, like, they didn't have Internet like that. And, like, they didn't know what this a disease of that nature could, you know, knock you out that quick. So it was like, you know, it's good because we're prepared and we, like, know what's coming versus, like, back in the day, like, you're just getting knocked out left and right and not knowing what it is or, you know, imagine that. But so yeah. there's definitely pros and cons but I, i'm definitely yeah i definitely see and concerned about like the mental health aspect of yeah no, what I, it's doing to people like uh, you know I, just i'm been... with you i'm with you because i think i'm like i'm one of those people like sometimes i will be like okay look you know all this information is freaking me out i just want to like turn it off you know yeah but i could already tell with this it took a little while for for the kind of news to like really get through to me um, and for me to kind of be like, oh, okay, I, I, you know, I know what I need to do now. And in terms of like just making sure that like, you know, your personal hygiene is on like 11, you know, and that you are practicing social distancing and all that stuff. Like, again, I, I think, I, I don't think that without the kind of influx of, of information coming through the TV and coming through social media, I, I don't know how quickly I would have kind of got my shit together on that. Yeah, um, for sure. So, so yeah, I, I'm with you. I see it from both sides as well. But, yeah, the flip side is that it can just, like, weigh heavy, you know, on your mind. I feel like I'm one of those people that's quite, you know, I can, um, I can be quite rational in these kind of scenarios and be like, well, look, I, you know, I feel healthy right now, so I don't need to, like, absolutely freak out. But then even, even now, man, I think you mentioned it before, there are times where I'm just lying in bed and out of nowhere I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it feels weird. Um, but, mate, so, so, you know, leading on from your um, kind of like social media awareness campaign, which, again, I agree, man, I think it's great because it's colourful and it's vibrant. And even though you are trying to deliver the same message, which is like, you know, do what you can to kind of like flatten the curve, um, it's delivered in as positive a way as, as, as possible, which is awesome. Um, but I feel like for you especially, like, you, you know, in your home city of Atlanta, um, you do quite a lot of, like, community-based work or, like, kind of charity-based work with your art anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like an over, uh, like an underlining tone with my work because I try to keep it pretty positive. I mean, there definitely is some, like, sinister aspect in a lot of this stuff and, you know, some twist to it. But, I mean, I think overall, like, if I'm putting out stuff in the public space, I want to make sure that it's making people feel positive and you know, a certain type of way. So, and I mean, you've seen like some of the billboards and stuff that we do around town and most of that stuff is pretty positive or thought provoking messaging that hopefully people, you know, driving in their car on the way to, way to work or to and from and see it and it makes them think and stop. You know, I created this whole character, Larry Loudmouth, 10 years ago. And then as it evolved, it became this like, all right, what's Loudmouth saying, right? And there's this character with like, what's his voice? So now the voice is like evolved into this, you know, voice of the people which is cool you know we do this whole competition loudmouth says where people put their phrases in they submit their phrases we pick winners they go up on billboards and now it's kind of like spread you know globally which is tight so you know that's the goal is to kind of kind of make people think and hopefully keep keep it positive and 
put a smile on people's face with the colors and, and characters and whatnot. Yeah, man. No, and it does that. I love uh, Larry, Larry Loudmouth. The last time I was hanging out with you in Atlanta, you had the, um, like the mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll show up every, every now and then. It's funny because people think it's me and it's definitely not me. So Especially when I show up and I'm with them and I'm like, <laughs> who's the man behind the mask? I'm like, you don't know. It might, might not be a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, loud, Loudmouth needs to make an appearance on, um, on the Zoom. Yeah, for sure. Because I imagine a, that costume. He's isolated. He's isolated in his right. own cave right now. So I actually haven't seen him in a, in a few weeks, unfortunately. But hopefully, Mate, we'll bless, meet again. Bless Larry Loudmouth. He's <laughs> he's not really getting the outings that he used yeah, to, right? I know. I know. He's keeping his social distance. He's been cooped up in his cave, just waiting to come out. And, <laughs> Mate, and especially rage, you know? especially him, because he's got that big old mouth. I know. I so know. The sneezes, and the, even when yeah. he's talking, you have to yeah. be like. I mean, that'd, that'd be a big mask to cover that thing. I know, having, <laughs> I know they're having some shortages with the mask. You would need like at least six or seven kind of sewn together. <laughs> break break them down and sew them together for him. <laughs> it's probably not worth it. I think, yeah. I think uh, the health workers probably need it more than yeah, him. for sure. Um, and talk, like speaking of billboards and stuff like that, man, obviously you are, um, you, you know, you're a big street artist, well, like globally, but also in, in your city of Atlanta. Dude, like, what's, you know, what's happening? I mean, I imagine that you must have had, like, a, a ton of murals, whether they're at festivals or just, like, your own murals planned or, you know, like, brand collabs that have all just, like, vanished or, you know, post been postponed. And this will be echoed in the whole street art community. So, any Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I mean, the last two weeks, there was probably, like, 10 to 15 projects that were all you know, scheduled that just disappeared. So, I mean, I think that too, you know, like I said, like maybe that fueled, that fueled some of that uh, campaign messaging that, that went into those free posters and prints that I put out, like the, you know, the stuff that you're talking about on social media. Like, I think a lot of that like energy came from like all that stuff disappearing too. It was like, I had all this creative energy that was kind of bent up, ready to hit the streets and hit these festivals. And, you know, I was going to travel and paint all over and then that just disappeared. So I was like, what am I going to do? And, and, you know, those thoughts just kept resonating in my head. So I think that's kind of what fueled a lot of that as well. But yeah, I mean, there was, you know, mural festivals, music festivals, um, just murals in town, brand collaborations with sports teams, you know, that I've worked with. A lot of that stuff. I mean, as soon as all like the, those sports teams, their seasons dropped, everyone's like, well, it doesn't make sense for us to do this. Yeah. Know, let's see what happens. And everybody's kind of like on pause right now. So yeah. And you, you, you're a sports guy, right? Yeah, man. I like sports for sure. I mean, I grew up playing sports. But, I mean, I've always liked, yeah, I like a little bit of everything, you know. I grew up skateboarding, snowboarding, but also playing basketball and, you know, a little yeah. bit of everything, you know. Well, we, so. we had um, Marcus uh, McDougald, who's the, um, one of the creative high-ups at LAFC. He was on our last podcast, and, and we were just kind of talking about the, um, like the social significance um, of these massive uh sports just kind of stopping you know yeah. and that that was another thing that just kind of like when that happened it, it, it made it real freaky right? eerie yeah. you know yeah. these like, things okay. that are just like staples like week to week staples and you know i'm in america I'm, I'm a big soccer fan so i'm always keeping an eye on the like the premier league the uk soccer the mls has just started um you know so that's a couple times a week but then you've got like basketball which is you know there's there's multiple games a week and it all just vanishes um and same for us you know secret walls kind of uh is we do a lot of kind of sport events sport activations and help mls kind of launch various um projects and it all just kind of vanished man it makes it it's, it's really eerie um but for you like how you know how how were you feeling when that started to happen versus how you feel now? Because I imagine yeah. at the start, it was quite terrible. Yeah, no, and that's definitely interesting. Um, I was kind of, you know, obviously upset, pissed off and confused and whatnot right when it happened. And I mean, I went through probably like three or four days of just, you know, being really short tempered. And even my wife was like, you got to snap out of it, dude. Like, what's up? Like, you know, mind over matter on this thing. It's going to, you know, it'll take some time. But I think after like the fourth or fifth day, I kind of, you know, I realized that it's out of my control and it's not something that I'm just going through, but every single person is, is going through this. And, you know, you see online, there's people that are kind of, you know, complaining about it. And, you know, you just got to like be better than that and realize that, you know, 
everybody else is in this is in your shoes as well you know what i mean and there's a lot of people that are losing a lot harder than you are so you know with this whole crisis and whatnot so i think after like that third or fourth day that's like when we got together with the team we're like all right let's you know we're creative people that's what you know that's what we do so let's put our creative hats on and move everything virtual for now and you know, hopefully there'll be a silver lining to this thing, right? You know, like, you know, we, we were saying, like, there's things that are going to come out of it that we never expected. You know, like our whole gallery that I own, like, we did a whole 3D tour within, like, 24 hours, which was epic. You know, we had a show up for, from an artist, Charlie Edmondson, who's L.A.-based, and he had his opening, and then his, the next day they were like, yo, we got to close the door to your shows. I was like, oh, my God, like, that's horrible for him, but I was like, how can we make this situation better? So we got a 3D crew in there, and... It 3D'd the whole space, and it links to our artsy page, and you can buy work, and it feels like you can walk in there. Again, it's like now you can visit the gallery on a global level versus only being Atlanta. So, you know, hopefully there's things like that that will carry on, you know, moving forward. That's dope, man. You're giving me loads of ideas. Um, yeah, and like, secret. I mean, like the other thing too is, you know, it was kind of, I started thinking more and more, and it's like, this is good family time. You know what I mean? It's good creative time. It's like, you know, I never get the chance, like, I mean, I've never had this much time with my family. I just had a new daughter uh, that was recently born. She's, you know, five weeks old. So, I mean, it's a blessing in disguise maybe that I'm able to, you know, hang out with her in these, these, these times when I'd be crazy at work and flying all over the place and painting walls and whatnot. So, you know, you got to look at the positive side of everything. You know, I heard somebody say the other day, they were like, they signed like an email and it said, you know, stay positive, test negative. And that, that really resonated with me. I like that. So, you know, there's a lot of these that I've been picking up, just like what people are saying here. And, you know, it seems like everybody is way more connected now. Like I'm getting FaceTime calls every day from friends, colleagues, artists, you know, all over the world that like I don't even talk to that much that are just hitting me and like, hey, man, how's it going? You holding up all right? How's the family? Everything good? Like these are like, you know, calls that you don't typically get on the daily and people just want that like personal connection and like that, uh, you know, that little bit of like socialization, which is cool yeah so that is interesting that's really interesting because it's it's funny isn't it we we've obviously you know in 2020 there is more ways to communicate with each other than like ever before but i do feel like most of it is kind of like one step removed so yes people are on like instagram live and recording stories and posting on instagram but it's kind of maybe more rare that like you know, people do, will often choose to text rather than have a phone call yeah. and, you know, use so, like use social media rather than like use FaceTime. And I'm experiencing and I, the same thing. There's a lot of actual like the next best thing to being in a room with someone. Yeah. And I feel like it definitely it like pulled a lot of people's like shields down and like, you know, what I mean, like it made people way more real. You know, what I mean, like real quick, like you saw a lot of people's true colors, you know, like how they were expressing themselves online, you know, um, and also just like i don't know i feel like it really just like made people you know like cut the bullshit out you know it's like you know people were like way more authentic and like you know way more real on their on everything they were they were putting up in their own voice and where they were at you know so yeah and like i don't know like i at like that four or fifth day point too i also like realized how like like important of a time period it is for creatives right now because like we are so used to being so crazy and so busy and like not taking the time. Like there's a million projects. I have a laundry list of like these passion projects or ideas or things that I want to do that I'm like always like, oh yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. When on earth will we ever have another time in our lives where we're sitting in our home or our studios and able to have this much time to focus on, you know, those type of projects or crafts or ideas or planning for the future. I mean, uh, you know, I saw somebody, I posted it the other day that said like this is, you know, the quarantine is a creative prison in a positive sense. It's like, you know, like artists are usually, whether you're a musician and you're touring all around the world, like you don't get dedicated studio time. That's always like, for me, I mean, like as a, as a, as a studio artist too, it's like, it always is like, seems to be the last thing on my list. You know, it's like, you're always flying around painting murals, doing events, you know, product releases, whatnot. And then it's like, okay, when I have studio time, I'll fit it in and I'll work on some paintings. Yeah. You know, so like, that whole thing is like flipped now. So like, I think 2021 is going to be, we're going to see some incredible great projects that are released, you know, from artists that are working on pieces, solo shows to musicians working on albums to, you know, business, you know, entrepreneurs that are like finally working on that business plan that they never had the time to do. So 
I don't know. I think there is going to be some beautiful things that come out of this thing. Yeah, it is really rough right now, but, you know, I'm interested to see when people are able to have this much time to be creative. Yeah, it's interesting. Did you see the, um, the little, like, uh, p picture floating about, the image floating about saying, like, the last time, maybe it was, like, the, re the recession or the stock market crash or something, the companies that were... Oh, yeah, um, all the companies conceived. that were developed, like Uber and... Yeah. And, like, crazy yeah it's you know there's probably a lot of parallels on that and i think what you're saying is true man it's going to be it's it's you know it's a test for people i mean obviously if you you know if, if all you're going to do is kind of sit around and survive i think that's fine that's cool um, but for me it's really testing that kind of uh the procrastination side of me you know yeah. because obviously what with what i do um with secret walls and i'm sure with what you do because of the kind of status you're at now within the art um world you could almost not think of like new ideas and just react to what's coming to you on a, on a usual day. You could just react to, to everything that's coming to you and still be so busy that you're just working 24-7 non-stop. Yeah. But, but as you've mentioned, as those, um, as those kind of opportunities cease because, you know, this brand isn't launching this project anymore, this brand can't do this, like, uh, this event with a crowd anymore, as those stop, it really you know that's what i'm finding it's like okay we've all got a kind of um we've all got to create the, the thing that we're gonna do you know uh, and not just kind of sit around and twiddle our thumbs so yep. <laughs> that's what i'm finding quite difficult yeah no exactly exactly um but mate so look what where do you think this is all going then man i mean like what how how's your kind of anxiety level at the minute I mean, obviously, this is just, um, I just find it interesting to hear people's perspectives, but there's kind of best case scenarios and worst case scenarios. Like, are you, are you freaking out about the future or do you feel quite positive that you... I mean, you last know, night with that event, like, that definitely, like, you know, that definitely uh, excited me and, and showed me hope and that people are, you know, like I said, like, that was one of the most successful ones we've done. We've we've done it in 10 years and to see that the online community was so excited about it and um, so many people tuned in like that's that's definitely some hope I mean the beautiful thing about humans is we're such great adapters you know what I mean it's like you know if if it is that we have to be locked inside forever we're going to adapt and you know figure out how to live that lifestyle and you know people you know it's just gonna the past will fade away and there'll be a new normal and is what it is I mean I don't think anyone knows you know obviously when it's going to go back to what it will or, or if it's going to change even when it goes back to that like are people going to be different or you know more hesitant about being at live events or in crowded spaces or whatnot um, but I think we just got to keep staying creative and coming up with these ideas and you know as long as it's fresh and new and people are going to be excited about it and they're going to engage so yeah it's true and like the this it's like un it's unlike anything that's come before it you know with other kind of like similar events like natural disasters or whatever it might be you know something horrific will happen but it's kind of like it happens you can process it and then you just feel the effects but you kind of know where you are with the effects to a certain point the the crazy thing with this is i'm just finding that like it's moving and changing like the effects are changing at such a fast pace that you'll plan to do you know you'll plan to be creative or, or do your work in one way one day and then literally the next day you can't do that anymore you know so for us with secret walls obviously we we couldn't do live events anymore so we kind of shifted our focus into like podcasts um and you know we got marcus down for the last podcast and he was in the studio with me but now we can't do that you know yeah um and one of you know we we we, we were going to plan to do events without crowds a certain way but then again you know things changed and um these kind of safety, uh, safer at home orders were put in place, which just, it, you know, it changes the way that we were planning to do the thing that we were changing from our original concept. You know what I mean? Everything's kind of needing to evolve at such a fast pace. It's, it's getting crazy. So I imagine you're kind of experiencing that as well. 100%. 100%. Yeah, man. So. And do you, but like, do, you know, you're feeling quite good about the way things are going. It, like, what about you as an artist? Because obviously the drink and doodle seems like you've got that kind of... Yeah, I mean, off. that's just obviously one little aspect of one of the businesses that I run. So. Are you not going to lose your mind not being able to um, get out there and paint massive murals? 
or have you got uh, a big, if you got a big guy? I mean, luckily, like I have a lot of commissions and projects and like studio art stuff that I need to focus on. Like I think there's like, you know, like there's a long laundry list of commissions that I've kind of just been putting on the back burner because I've been traveling and doing these collabs and whatnot. So I have a lot of work to do in the studio and I need to work on a new solo show. So a lot of that stuff is things that could take six to eight months. I mean, my goal is to like, you know, while I'm you know coming up with new concepts to go virtual with, also on my studio stuff, um, just focusing on that stuff so that I have an arsenal of stuff when I, you know, the things do turn back around. You know, I got a bunch of, bunch of stuff ready to fire off, you know what I mean? Whether that's launching a new show or having all these paintings done or concepts for the future, you know. And mate, I just think- want to... I just want to, you know, stockpile it all and then... Be ready to go. Yeah, exactly. That, um, that art show could very likely be virtual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but at least when it's done, I can do it. just, uh, Exactly. Yeah, and that's the yeah. thing. This is what, uh, this is what I'm finding. Cause again, you know, we had, we had like live events planned that we can't do anymore. Um, <clears throat> so we're trying to, with that, there's, there's, there's events like live events that haven't been postponed or canceled, but they've been pushed back and we're putting like, you know, we're working with a brand and we're putting a contingency plan into how can this event to launch this, this product go ahead. Um, you know, in like best case scenario in a few months time, we can do it at our space and a crowd can come back in and we can have a sequels battle and everyone can party great. But you know, what if we can't do that? So we're, we're having to adapt on like multiple levels, but the cool thing as you're talking about is that I'm already thinking like we're learning new ways and new skill sets and new kind of new things to offer the people that we're working with, you know? So going forward in the future and, ho- you know, hopefully everything gets back to normal quickly. But our shows, you know, will, will just be better with oh, yeah. more kind of components. And as you're saying, like more people can watch from all over the world, you know? Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's, and even stuff like this, man, like the podcast, you know, you're in Atlanta, I'm in Los Angeles. Um, if this hadn't have happened, we probably would just be still trying to get people into our studio you know yep. and we would have had to have waited till i came back to atlanta or or you came to yeah LA. exactly i mean who knows when we would have actually got the time to sit down yeah you no know? so it's a blessing so this is good mate um yeah i'm excited to see where you guys take it too now that you can you can basically dial up anyone all over the world and interview them you know what I mean? yeah so. no it's good and we you know we've got to take advantage of that and it's the same with um with the uh live stories battles that we're going to do as well Yep. So that will be our first ones this Friday. You got to tune into that, Greg, mate, and then. Oh, for sure. You know, mate. How's how's LA with everything right now? I know you guys are pretty locked down. It's crazy. It, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a ghost town. I mean, there's still like you know, there's there still is kind of plenty of people like on the streets. I live in downtown, so I can yeah. kind of you know I'm looking out onto the city streets um, from my from my bedroom. And there still is obviously like a, like a few people going about doing their thing, but nothing compared to you know as you know how like congested this this city is. But even on that front, it's interesting just like having to do the you know the essential things that you need to do, like going to the the store. One day you you know you'll go to the store and it's kind of like yeah, well the pasta's gone, but you can get into the store and no one's <laughs> no one's like yeah. keeping a dis- safe distance from each other. And then the next day there's like a kind of queue to get in and it takes you an hour to get in there. So that, yeah, that's another thing that I, that I think is an interesting component to this and probably uh, worries me more than, than the health aspect is people's reaction, especially in a city like LA, you know, where it's quite fucking nuts <laughs> on the best day. Yeah. Just, just how people could start to kind of panic and stockpile and buy their guns and, you know, I'm keeping an eye on Citizen app as well as CNN. Have you got Citizen? Oh yeah, no, I don't, but I've heard about it. I need to, mate, I need to get there. Maybe don't, mate. It would just, it would just <laughs> yeah, freak no, you out. Another it, thing that I'm going to keep me up at night. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, I'm there, you know, and it will just, it will just um, alert me. It will beep, and it'll be like uh, someone's getting robbed right now. You yeah. know, 0.2 yeah, know. miles away. You just hop out with your gat in the front porch, just sitting there. Yeah, yeah mate. And I, <laughs> mate, I, I'm British. I have no experiences. I have no experience with guns. And I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but if anyone <laughs> wanted to come and fuck with me, like it would be easy. <laughs> Literally, you could take my shit. They, and yeah. I don't even know anything about guns, so it could just be fake plastic. 
<laughs> they just knock on the door and I'd just freak out and be like, take it, man. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> yeah, well, don't, don't tell anyone, mate. <laughs> this is our little secret. Yeah, what are you? Is it like Fort, Fort Knox down at um, Greg Mike Mansions? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're just, you know, big doing cigar the, in your mouth. Ain't no one getting in here. Yeah, yeah, they can't get through the moat, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All about the moat, man. No, no, we're just trying to make sure we do the, uh, what is it called? Uh, the delivery where they don't touch, where they don't uh, touch the uh, doorbell and, and touch the door. Now. Hands, what is the hands free? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop it off at the doorstep. Yeah. But, um, and let I it air, air out for 72 hours. <laughs> yeah right do you know what i mean that's it it's like uh, my girlfriend will will get it dropped off and then my girlfriend will just come in with like a fire extinguisher <laughs> it's just like well now like, now it's gonna taste of disinfectant you know yeah. um but mate even with that like do you live in a are you in like a house or an apartment yeah, building we're in a house yeah. yeah so i'm in an apartment building and no one can get in there's no um there's no like there's no like reception there's no front desk uh, and it's a, it's a nice place, right? Yeah. It's a nice place to live. But there's also no, you know, I can't buzz people in. So I've got uh, more often than not, unless someone happens to be walking by, I've got to go down and um, and meet them and get my food anyway. Yeah. So wow. it's, it, it's a bit weird because you open the door and there's your delivery driver and you're both kind of like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just put it in my trunk. Put it in my trunk. <laughs> yeah. Just right. throw it in my face. Squirt, 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 squirt. Throw it in my face, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, nuts times, bonkers times. When will this all end, bro? When was the last time you were in LA? Um, when was it? Oh, um, for so a few months back, Justin Bieber did a uh, charity art auction that he held at UTA, the uh, United Talent Agency. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I saw space. that, actually. I saw that on IG, yeah. man. And I yeah, thought, why has really Greg not invited me down to this? I want to hang out with Justin Bieber. <laughs> good, good, good call. Next time, I'll, I'll make sure I hit you up. But, Please, man. Yeah, no, it was cool. I mean, he, he just brought together a bunch of artists that he's fans of and reached out and, you know, it was all um, a charity event. So we created a piece for it, donated it, and got a lot of good people in the room together and raised some money for charity that he was passionate about. So it was awesome. What would, do you, what was the charity? Um, it was a, uh, I believe it was a children's hunger charity based in L.A. I don't know, remember the name off top, but yeah. Did you see that video um, where Justin Bieber is like fa someone's FaceTiming Justin Bieber like a fan? But I, but I guess they didn't realize that he was going to answer or something like that. They just thought it was impossible and, and bless this girl. But she's like naked on her bed <laughs> and he answers. Yeah, but he answers. He doesn't see her straight away. And then he like he, he goes off camera. <laughs> looks away and you just see her fucking jump off her bed. <laughs> and then he, he comes back in and he's like, hello, is anyone there? <laughs> Mate, he's classic. I like Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. So, um, are you good mates with him now? Like, has he got some? Has he got some uh, Greg Mycart hanging up in his in his house? Um, well, I actually, so I met I met JB through Scooter Braun, who was JB, used to be from, eh? uh, from Atlanta. <laughs> from Atlanta, so it's it's uh, Scooter is a friend of mine who who uh, signed Bieber back in the day. Uh, he used to rep a dude called Asher Roth, who's a uh, rapper who lives in. <laughs> Now. I remember Asher Roth. Yeah, so that's how I connected with Scooter, and I used to hang with Asher, and then, and then he signed Bieber, and that's kind of how we all linked on that one. But what, what's that? Is Asher Roth still making? Yeah, music? he's still he's rocking. Still I saw he's about to. He's, yeah, he's about to put out put out another project. I think uh, sometime in the next few weeks here. But uh, yeah, he's just kind of he's living his life up in Philly. You know, I think he's he's a really humble dude that just wants to kind of be out of the L.A. limelight and kind of create his own music in his studio and kind of you know. Yeah, I used to rate him a lot, man. Like, um, yeah. he's quite lyrical, right? Like yeah, 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 a proper sure. MC. He's yeah. into into his lyrics. No, he was yeah. good, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how we connected on all that front. But yeah, it's cool to see, you know, like you know, people that are at that level from a musical standpoint. You know, people like Bieber and whatnot that are starting to really appreciate the contemporary urban art and street art and and follow that stuff. And you know, it's cool with his whole charity thing. It was like, you know. He was able to kind of pick the artists that he likes, that he follows, that you know he's he's discovered himself. You know, a lot of I know once you get to a certain level like that, a lot of there's a lot of people probably in your ear like telling you, oh, you gotta like this or like that, or you know these are the, the trendy artists or whatnot. So yeah, you're just kind of doing it. You're you're appearing to to like be into yeah. it. Yeah, not really. So oh, so he so he properly did. Kind yeah, of he curated it. it all himself. Yeah, which was rad. Yeah. 
It's mad. So, I wonder why he didn't see any of my artwork and be like, "Got to have." I'm sure. I'm sure there's a. There's supposedly, hopefully, it'll happen again next year. So hopefully, it's something that continues. But virtually. Yeah, virtually. Everything's Mate, virtually. Well, you should get in there now and be like, "We're the." Uh, with the kings of the virtual 3D gallery tour. Yeah, virtual kings. Yeah. When's your next? Um, when's your next drink and doodle live? Uh, um, and are you going to go bigger? Is there going to be more people? Yes. Yes. How'd you know? Just evolution, <laughs> mate. Yeah. No, we we had a call this morning with our team, the recap call, and just you know thinking about how we can expand it. I mean, I think that was always the idea when we started talking about it, but it was like, all right, let's do. Atlanta with the home team and see how it goes and use it kind of as a tester and if it goes well and people respond well to it then we'll we'll you know grow it out to you know our larger database because you know we work with just like you guys I mean we work with, with our gallery and agency ABV we work with you know close to 350 artists globally mm. uh, whether that's like you know everything from murals to art shows to projects that we produce so I would love to kind of expand that and bring in you know folks from all over the globe so yeah it's definitely something we're talking about now so the fir <clears throat> the first um drink and doodle was only atlanta people was that uh this one that we did last night yeah 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 because oh, really? we had a because we have basically we have the whole year planned out so they were all supposed to you know they're all booked out like all our artists that we've worked with you know they'll sign up at the beginning of the year for each one we have 12 spots or 12 uh. spots and we usually leave one spot open one or two spots open for like a guest you know if there's new talent or a local emerging artist that we see or we'll even put it out through our ig feed and be like you know who should we who should we feature this this month and then you know we'll do a little poll and people will comment and, and share profiles on there yeah but so, yeah so, so before, we sorry. we had all the artists booked you know Man, and it was like for like months in advance yeah yeah so oh. they were like what's the deal is this shit canceled and i'm like no like we're gonna just flip the switch yeah. on it you know and go live with it you know, so, the, virtual, so like so. the next one and the ones like going forward as it evolves you'll still have your 12 atlanta artists every time that you booked in but then you'll add in a bunch of others yeah like i think Zoom i'm gonna do like, like 100 yeah, yeah i'll probably do a special edition you know with some more folks and, and bring it outside of the state. So, which, so that way, that way I keep, you know, keep the artists we had on board and booked, you know, for the monthly editions yeah. and do some special edition ones. Which artists did you have? Um, did you have, um, mate, who's my favorite Atlanta artist at the minute, apart from you, Frico Rico? No, not on that one, but Frico's done a bunch of them. Frico's the homie. Yeah, we battled. <laughs> We, oh, you were there when we battled in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. He man. drew that really, really yeah, flattering yeah. Uh, portrait. Yeah, yeah, that was that was hilarious. But <laughs> I mean, that's like the the that's what Secret Walls is all about. You know, what I mean, is you know he put me on Front Street. I mean, half of the shit he was just making bullshit up, and I even like. I text him, I'm like, yo, why did you write that shit? He's like, I don't know, bro. I was like, it just came to my head, and I thought I'd clown your ass. I was like, yeah, I was like yeah. So, you know, we were both, like, taking funny shots, but that's what that shit's about. And he's, like, a perfect example of somebody that's, like, perfect for Secret Walls because he goes into the ring, and he'll swing punches left and right just to knock the other team down. And, you know, that's what it's – you're not supposed to hold that shit back in Secret Walls. It's supposed to just, like, you know, even if it's, you know – it's like I almost look at it like and Frico does this. It's like, you know, when you get your character, what's it called? You know, like a, a character drawn, um, you know, when you go to the fair or whatnot. Caricature. Caricature, yeah. It's like, I feel like that's like his approach and that's like a lot of artists that are successful with Secret Walls is like, you know. It's, it's caricature take, on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Take their crazy qualities or, or and amplify them and, you know stretch them out as far as you can you know i feel like the audience really gets a kick out of that too definitely man and like as what is a great example of it because he can push it you know what yeah. i mean he he can take it to a real extreme level well and he'll say shit that funny. like other people won't say you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, he had, yeah. he's got he's one of those dudes that got no he doesn't have a filter you know yeah i mean yeah. you see it in his art and that's why like again it goes back to like what i was saying earlier like people like are really resonating now with authenticity and like just being real and not sugarcoating shit you know so yeah yeah no he does man and it's like but the thing is it is funny right yeah so yeah, there's some humor in it for sure yeah for me it's a bit like kind of stand-up comedy you know i do believe that you can kind of you can really joke about anything but it completely depends in the context on the context yeah. Yeah. you know you can um you can take a real taboo topic that like is tough to talk about and you can have a joke that has everyone cracking up together 
you know and yeah. i think that's that's the kind of art in in, in sequels that, that you know yeah. really resonates the most with people no obviously, like, yeah you couldn't like you know do that like if you were just to put out a post about somebody or something just like off the <laughs> rip like I, there might be some beef in the streets but like the minute like you know you do that in the live space like i'm just thinking of like events where i've traveled to certain like with you guys and, and done secret walls battles in other cities that i'm not even from and i'm like taking jabs about like a stereotype of the city and like all the city people are laughing about that but like yeah. if i was just about to like do that and post it on my social media people would be like nah bro that's not cool but like when you're there in the city and you're with the people you know they're they're it needs its, its context, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah, it's it needs great. its context, and that's just this same stand-up comedy, you know. Like I've heard a, a few, like a few examples of when, um, like a blogger will be sitting in a, in a show, in a stand-up comedy show, and they'll take offence to to something that the comedian says, and they'll write it down like verbatim, like this is what they said. And yeah. obviously, in the like the next day, in the cold light of day, that's the you know the statement of what the comedian says. It sounds like yeah. really fucking Horrible. offensive, yeah. <laughs> but in the moment, you know, when everyone's drinking yeah. and you know, and laughing, yeah. it yeah. works, man. Um, yeah. All right, dude. So what, like, what is next? Have you got any like big things coming up that are still gonna happen, or is has your schedule been ravaged and you're literally like thinking up, you know, you're reacting and, and evolving day to day? Well, I mean, or, yeah. I mean, I don't want to like go into too much detail, but. We had some crazy, crazy things planned for 2020 just because, A, it's the 10-year anniversary of ABV, which is our gallery and agency. It's the 10-year anniversary of Larry Loudmouth. And what, was a, what does ABV stand for? A Better View. Lovely. Yeah, it's also the abbreviation for abbreviation. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, man. So how, did that, like, how did that start quickly? Uh, well, I was just doing like a lot of design work and private label stuff and collab stuff with brands and uh, I was showing my art all over the country and Atlanta really didn't have like a lot of street art, you know, post street art, post graffiti, you know, urban art galleries. I mean, I think we were one of the first that came out, um, you know, I was traveling all over, meeting all these artists and building relationships and painting these festivals and uh, I just was like seeing all this rad shit whether I was in like LA or New York or Chicago or Miami and I'm like, I need to like bring this to Atlanta. like bring all these artists I'm working with to Atlanta, but then also bring up the home team in Atlanta as well. So um, it's like a two-part business. We have our design agency where we work with, with clients to do collaborations and produce everything from like event uh, activations to programs to murals and whatnot. And then we have our gallery, which is the more forward-facing front end that people see, uh, which is you know, showing art, doing these drink and doodle events and, and group shows and whatnot. So it was really just like everything that I was already doing behind the scenes, you know, like private label style and just bringing it to the public and like really, you know, all these connections I was making, traveling and bringing them to Atlanta. And then that kind of spawned our mural festival, Outer Space Project, which we've been doing for six years. And yeah, everything's just been growing. So it's crazy because 2020 was our 10 year anniversary. We had all these crazy plans and, you know, there was a lot of like expansion that was, that was, you know, on the books. And now it's like, hold up, rethink that you know back to the drawing board yeah so. and it, it's crazy man it's 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 nuts that we're kind of all in it together and i i, I think that's you know it's a good thing and a bad thing but it, you know sometimes like a, a one particular industry can suffer you know um or something can happen that kind of like one group of people feel it way 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 more than another but this one it's like everything all together yeah. just yeah i feel like you know it's like it's crazy because there are some businesses that are like this is you know a blessing for them too. You look at somebody like a Zoom, right, or like a you know any businesses that are online. So I got the the little one in the background. The five week old. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to think about that too, right? Like some of these businesses are not phased. They've just seen their you know their numbers skyrocket. It's like people that are joining online based stuff, whether it is like Zooms and whatnot. They're like, yes, this is the best thing that's happened to us. Yeah. Right. Well, mate, like potentially that could happen for the drinking doodle and the and the sequels live, you know. Yeah. It might be way, way, way more successful than the uh, the original physical version. Yeah, I mean that just goes to show though that you gotta like you know if you got an idea, chase it, see it through. You know, I'm sure when I said it to my crew first, they were like, "Yo, you're crazy! Like that probably won't work." And then now everyone's like, "Damn, 
we got to grow. Let's scale this thing. Let's go bigger, you know. But it's like if you just sit there and you have these ideas and you don't act on them, you're never going to know if it's a, you know, if it works or it's a, f a fail. But my book, yeah. you know, L's are lesson learned. So it's like you learn off of everything you do, you know. So you can't just like have those ideas that never are acted upon. Yeah, totally. And I think, <clears throat> you know, we as in Secret Wolves and you and ABV and, and just Greg, Mike as an artist, we're, we're quite lucky that um, we have a lot of kind of like ammo in our wheelhouse to just evolve in the kind of like doing what we do, you know, rather than having to, because I imagine there's a lot of people around with a thing that they do, they just can't do it anymore. It's, you know, it's really difficult for them to evolve. So they're scram. You know, probably a lot of brands are going to do this as well. We're probably going to see a lot of like inauthentic, campaigns like popping up left right and center from from people just freaking out and scrambling to you know do whatever the fuck they can to stay busy and stay relevant but i think in a sense that we're lucky that you know you've got your uh your physical gallery that you're kind of turning virtual you've got your your drink and doodle we've got our sequels and and it's you know it's not a massive jump to just bring these things yeah. online um and like I was seeing, like a lot of like, I mean, we had meetings all this past week of, you know, Zoom calls with people from overseas, like that have shifted their business models that were like, you know, agencies that mostly focused on like photo shoots that now are like, all right, now we got to work with illustrators and do illustration campaigns and motion graphics and whatnot. So it's crazy to see some of these big press, you know, you know, these different magazines and whatnot, like shifting their focus and being like, all right, we're not going to do editorial stuff. and. Um, you know, photo shoots and whatnot. So, like, how can we work with artists? You know, so you might see a spike of like, you know, opportunity for artists from this. So, no, that's true. That's a good. Um, that's a good point to make for any artist that will be listening. You know, to, to. I mean, I'm sure lots of them are, but to try and hunt out that stuff, realizing that yeah, like products probably can't be. You know, clothing probably it can't be shot on models. It can't be shot in lifestyle environments. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it, it has to be. 3d or, or yeah know. them like one person sending a, a, a product shot of you of a, a garment and being like illustrate something on top of this that's cool or like make it yeah. come to life put it in a cool setting you know like throw it in you know do some 3d work around it like there's you know i'm interested to see like where those that's all going to happen because like at a certain time people got to get back to business like even if it is this new lifestyle you know so. Mate, it, it makes me wish that I had invented Zoom. I, I'd never heard of Zoom, but like <laughs> maybe, maybe two months ago, I yeah. first heard of Zoom. And now I've been on Zoom probably 20 times in the last 24 hours. Yeah, it's wild. Might have to well, they're invest. a public company. You can invest. Yeah, I was just about I to say that, mate. Aren't you, are you, um, you like Terry? Uh, are you on Robin Hood or whatever that oh, app's yeah. called? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. who are you investing yeah. in man oh you, man that's a personal question tips. personal question but i'm All happy right, to we'll be just get, but, I, but i'm happy advice. to be on i'm happy to be on zoom right now <laughs> uh, support a, picks support up a red bull yeah no, i'm not telling you man gets in yeah, his tesla su supporting my uh my yeah, my home team right here <laughs> dude did you um i'm not saying that you did invest in zoom but if you had did you do it <laughs> would you have done it a long time ago or was it like yesterday uh, it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I mean, obviously once people saw everyone hopping online, it's like. The, the, the Zoom um, sh shares, is that how you describe it? I know nothing about um, investing because I will just get addicted to it and yeah. um, lose my mind. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a crazy time right now for, for all that. So. But hasn't the, the, the Zoom shares must have grown like crazy. Yeah, for last. sure. Um, should, I, should I jump on now? I mean, I'm not your financial advisor, so I can't make those type of calls. <laughs> You'll be coming back to me and showing me this video if I told you what to do. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, you remember when you, uh, yeah. you remember when you told me to do this and you put your life savings on it? I'll start my fucking money, yeah. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, again, with the market, you never know, right? Tomorrow, everything gets better and nobody stops, everybody stops using you know, video conferencing or it slows down. But that's, that's I mean, why I can't do that. I, uh, I think uh, I'm interested to see, like, like we said, like if everything goes back to normal and people get so used to using video conferences and now become like this, you know, important part of their daily routine where they're like, we don't need to have an in-person meeting. We can have a Zoom meeting because we've been doing that for the last three months and it worked and it saved time on transportation costs and getting people all in one room and, and time and travel and 
whatnot. So, I mean, that's, that's my hope is like we become more efficient, but then we also integrate what we learned once we go back to what we used yeah, to I, th I think it will happen. I definitely think that I think there's a lot of things that we're going to carry on and a lot of changes that we've been forced to make will stick, you know? Yeah. I mean, like even just washing your hands. I, I consider myself <laughs> like a hygienic, clean person, but... Um, you know, I'm I, like, I'm just washing my hands like a fucking maniac. Yeah. And even like not shaking hands. And, and y you know, like the whole deal of like shaking hands, you just take that for granted when you see someone, you shake their hand. But it's like, why did we ever do that in the first yeah. place? Like, wh what is that about? Like, why, why do we need to touch each other like that? And I'm not against it. Like, I think, you know, it's cool. But even yeah, learning that, like, yeah, yeah, people are going to, or just day. like a little, a little yeah. fucking nod. A little nod. Just <laughs> stay back, man. Yeah, some it's dude hard. I mean, you're so used to it too. Like I remember like right when they started like when the announcement came out and like we had meetings that were like trickling over before they shut down the city. Like I would like go to meetings and I like knowingly I'm like it's just like such an you've been doing it for how many years like still giving handshakes and I'm like, "Oh man." Get yeah, I, like, I did that. And then I get in the car and like put, you know, yeah, sanitize yeah. my hands and I'm, like with my coworker we're like, "You need some sanitizer, you know." All right, we good? All right, cool. Right. I did the same thing, man, with meetings like just a few weeks ago where, you know, things were starting to kind of develop and I'd like walk into me, oh, put my hand out and the guy would be like, no, man, I'm like fist bumping owner. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, shit, cool. And then just feel yeah. like a bit of an idiot. Yeah. And, and now it's like, you know, so it wasn't second nature for me, but now yeah. it is second nature, like not to go near anyone. A guy on the street asked me a question like where, you know, a direction or something. I'm like, yeah, cool, man, just up there. And he was like, oh, cool. Like came in, came in for like <laughs> a... Like yeah, literally, I did. I was like, dude, like, no offense, but um, I'm not doing that right now. Yeah, I've no. been told not to. <laughs> um, well, look, dude, before we um, jump off this crazy Zoom meeting, how have you found this Zoom meeting? It's it's so weird not being in the same in our podcast studio, and yeah. like, also, this is the first time that um, I can like see myself, yeah. you know. As, as I'm talking, because usually it's just a, there's a camera on the, me and, and right, our right, guest right. in there. Yeah. So it's fucking weird, man. But um, The new I, normal. The new normal. Got to yeah. get used to it. But yeah. yeah, mate, before we jump off, is there, you know, anything that, that people need to know? Um, like when is the next drink and doodle and all that good stuff? I mean, the best thing is obviously social media is just follow that, you know, our channels and whatnot. You could probably post them so I don't have to rattle them all off. Mate, I'll put them in the. I'll put in. But, the, uh, put them in the captions and yeah, the comments. Yeah, I mean that's that's everywhere. the. I mean, obviously, I I stay pretty up to date on that on all platforms for my own work. You know, all my personal work and then the gallery work and agency and our mural festival and all that. So we're always posting the new new events on there and keeping our our people up to date. Dope, man. Well, look, I'm definitely gonna jump on uh, the next um, drink and doodle as a spectator. Yeah, and I need to get on. A, I need to join one of these uh, live secret walls battles. I'm interested to see how that's going down. You've got to. I mean, so obviously tune in um, on Friday. We're not announcing the the artists until like an hour before as well. Tight. Keeping it old school. It's kind of like what we used to do back in the day with locations. You know, we'd we'd yeah. we'd drop hold the location it, yeah. back. Yeah, just drop it right at the end. Um, but then once we drop that, like everyone can go onto their accounts. So we're letting the artists stream it. Um, so you know everyone can go onto their accounts once we drop it but yeah dude tune in and yeah, then call someone the fuck out what time is it at? It, the battle is going to be streamed live from 1pm uh, okay. PST this Friday or Saturday? this Friday nice the 20, cool. 27th is it? I believe cool um, but yeah mate yeah, that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, twenty seventh. <laughs> so tune into that, man. Isn't it weird how like all the days right now? Does it feel like? I mean, with me, it's like I don't know if it's Sunday or Monday or Wednesday. Or, it's like every Chay, day feels like Sunday. Mate, you know Che. Yeah, of course. Che, he he posted on his stories. Um, it's like a bunch of Spider Man, Spider Man's <laughs> is all looking at each other like there's there's seven of them, and there's just like, like oh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. What day is it? <laughs> It's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. all blurring into one, man. But um, but look, dude, it's really good to chat to you, and it sounds like you are being as positive as an artist can be. So uh, you know, I'm sure that's going to inspire a lot of people when they. It's all we can listen do. Listen to this. It's all it's we, all can, we do. can do. Yeah, yeah, bro. 
Yeah, wash your right, wash mate, your hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wash your hands. Stay and six I'll feet away. Stay six feet away, and I'll see you on uh, Instagram Live or on Zoom or uh, YouTube oh, yeah. TV right. Live or or uh, what's the new one? House Party. Oh yeah, you tried sure. House Party? Not yet, but I will check it out. Mate, download that shit and start <laughs> start House Party. I'll check it out, and hopefully we can uh, meet again in the physical format again sometime soon. Mate, that would be wonderful, and I pray <laughs> each day that I can embrace you once again. Yeah, cool. Great chat. All right, mate. Nice one, dude. Have, have a good one. We'll chat yeah, soon. Yeah, see you soon. Peace. Later.